Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the Dirt Sheet. This is the show where we compile all the news from the week. Kind of like midweek. We're shooting this on Wednesday instead of usual on Thursday. Because I'm going on vacation. Because you're going on vacation. So if there's any huge breaking news. You're on your own. That drops with the with the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, which is usually we just copy. That's not true. We don't do that. Why do you keep saying that? Because <laughs> it's funny. Cause so, because the thing so many people do. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. So many like other dirt sheets. According to Wrestling Observer. According to Wrestling Observer. So, you know, it is. It's a wealth of, of information. Oh, it is. Yes. I'm not dismissing uh, Meltzer's <laughs> weekly newsletter because it is. It's a wealth of information and, and analysis. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a treasure to, for any wrestling, wrestling so it's fan. So it's just funny because like, like seemingly every news story is now like. Now it seems like you're shooting on uh, wrestling news sites. Oh, I don't care about that. Hey, we use them too. I'm fine yeah. with that. I have no problem with that. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, that's, that's what the dirt sheet is. And uh, so, yeah, if something huge breaks. Yeah, like you're on your own. From when you leave to when you get back, I'm getting on here. I'm going to do like a little uh, cutout, like a Photoshop of you just and you sitting here. use your mouth to animate my mouth, a la Conan O'Brien. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'll do that. Uh, but yeah, this is news from the week that was. Yes. And uh, yeah, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. We have like 50 people watching our SmackDown recap today. They're all $5 and up patrons every month. This is for five lousy dollars. You can watch three oh, of our five lousy dollars. At least at five thousand dollars <laughs> for five thousand. Oh, no, for five lousy dollars, uh, you can watch our live streams and interactives. We always have good conversations before and afterwards, like a pre-show and a post-show. And then on Friday, every Friday, it, it's a five dollar and up mark. You get non-news, non-news, which is all the non-news that I compile from the week, and then we talk about it here on the show. Yes, you have to remember to shoot that after this. We forgot yes. to shoot it last time. So let's get. To the news. Okay. So there have been multiple outlets, including Wrestling Observer and Cage Side Seats, have reported earlier this week that uh, the possibility of maybe possibly some uh, roster cuts happening in the near future based 
on some recent news. Yeah, it's literally one sentence in Cage Sightseeing. Mm-hmm. Based on the uh, recent news of budget cuts within the WWE, specifically relating to the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Now, the network uh, is its own kind of entity mm-hmm. that I'm sure has a budget unto itself. Right. Or I would think would have a budget unto itself. Yeah. So who knows if, uh, you know, payroll essentially right. is in any way uh, affected by. Uh, the revenue of the network. I don't know. Given how much they pay people, like it wouldn't surprise me if they got rid of they they did some roster cuts. When was the last time we had? It's been a while since we've had like a deep yeah, roster. Yeah, I feel like it was not after the last WrestleMania, but the WrestleMania before. Yeah, because at last WrestleMania, there were there wasn't uh, any cuts really of, of no of consequence. I mean, they've been loading up ever since the brand split. They've been sort of loading up, and then uh, and then they've been standing pat. Yeah. But whenever there is something where multiple wrestlers can be possibly potentially involved, we like to do power rankings. Yes. So we, we're going to do power rankings. Power right rankings. Now. Yeah. It seems like the last major rounds of. Uh, it's like when Adam Rose. And then Wade Barrett. Yeah. Sandow. Sandow. That was just a big surprise. And that was all uh, after WrestleMania in 2016. Oh, wow. So it was last year. All right. Well, it's time. Power rankings. Because, Number yeah, one. Wait, got, what? They got rid of Pyro. They're getting rid of like shows. Yeah, Edwin Christian's uh, show on the network's gone. That's not coming back? Yeah, it got canceled. What a bummer. It seems like it might be a bit much to produce, though. It could be. It's a lot they pack into that show. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, we're going to do power rankings. And these, these are people that most likely get cut. Nobody we want. We don't want any of these people to get we cut. We don't want anybody to lose their job. And if they do, we want them to have high. You can make a huge career. On the indie wrestling scene these Correct. days. So we don't want to see anybody get cut, but these are kind of most likely. Yeah, number one, Paige. Uh, you'd say Paige? See, yeah. I think out of spite, she's number five. Well, I think if, if she is charged with in, in the... Uh... Okay, but that's kind of a difference, though. There's kind of a difference there. No, that's I, not I, really I know a roster cut. I understand. Well, it is, but just for different reasons. Not a budgetary yeah. roster cut. Although it could be explained that way. Like she's in, tr- she's gotten into some trouble. She's recuperating from injury. We, she's not really in our future plans. Yeah. Uh, best of luck in your future endeavors. Page number five. Okay. As long as number, she's on there. Number one. I'm here to show the world. Oh. I'm here to show the world. Goodbye. Where has Dolph Ziggler been? It would not surprise me at all. If they said Dolph Ziggler has been released by the WWE Future Endeavors, I hope not. I like Dolph. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they haven't really found anything good to do with him since the Miz feud. That yeah, culminated at No Mercy. Yeah, he did that. He had that uh, feud with uh, Nakamura. Nakamura. That wasn't that great. No, because there was never any. It's like okay, you know, you're just the guy who's going to sell a lot for Nakamura. Yeah. Um, but I could I could tell because here's the thing about Dolph Ziggler. Also, he's been in the WWE virtually his entire career. Yeah. So more like, than a decade, I would love to. He's like kind of a Cody Rhodes guy. I'd love to mm-hmm. see him go somewhere else. And here's the difference between him and Cody Rhodes is that with Cody Rhodes, we haven't really seen a different wrestling Cody Rhodes in Japan, in New Japan with Dolph Ziggler. We might see more. He might be more interested in doing those second row pile drives. Yeah. Yes. All right. Number uh, number one. Number two. Um, I. I, I... Darren Young might have to be on that list. Oh yeah. As much as I would not like him to see to see him be released. Oh, I love Darren. Young. I like Darren Young a lot. I think he's but great. He's been on the shelf with injury for a while. Oh yeah. Um, I was curious to see where they were going to take the uh, the feud with, or not sorry, not the feud, the uh, the storyline with Backlund, the partnership with Bob Backlund, and then they right. just stopped 
stopped it. He wasn't on TV for a while. I guess he was still wrestling live events and then hurt his elbow. Yeah. And it's been inj- out injured for a while. Yeah. Uh, what do you say about... Okay, what about uh, the colognes? Yeah, There's rumors yeah, that I one think, of them asked for their release. I think the colognes are a shoe-in. I really do. And then... I'm not going to say the Ascension. They've been actually on TV lately. Yeah, and maybe, they've actually uh, been really good. Summer Ray. Summer... Ah, uh, you think so? Really? I don't know. Probably most likely. I would say Summer of Ray. anybody in, in the women's division. All yeah. the women's... Yeah, the women's division. Dana Brooke is a good jobber. Yeah. And I, apparently she just joined Titus Brand or Titus Worldwide. That's right. Yeah. She so was she's on, not going anywhere. On a Raw Fallout video. Mm-hmm. You know what was awesome about the Raw Fallout video where she joined Titus Worldwide is uh, Mike Rome started off holding a microphone with nothing attached to the base. And it was just camera. It was just camera pickup because I don't even know if he did this while Titus was talking and it was it was all echoey and stuff. <laughs> That's funny. And then when he left. Dana Brooke comes in and Titus Neal starts talking to her. Sounds the exact same. There's no microphone. That thing was not turned on. I love when they do that. That's great. Budget cuts. Budget cuts. So yeah, there you go. That it'd be a bummer, but you know, out of sight, out of mind. You haven't seen any of these people. I mean, Paige, you've seen her, you know, more in, in periscopes from Alberto Del Rio. Or on uh, news items on TMZ. Or on Global Force Wrestling, sitting front row with a mask on. True. Point. So she's literally been seen more on the comp. I'm sorry. Yeah, not the competition. Competition <laughs> on another wrestling pr- promotion on TV. Yeah, you know, I hey, look tonight. Okay, so dirt sheet goes up first thing Friday morning. Correct. So Friday evening is when my GFW reviews are going to go up. Right, that's like prime time spot right there. Mm-hmm. Huge spotlight for Steve's. GFW reviews. Are you excited that I'm bringing them to the channel? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it's an easy way for me to make some money without doing any work. <laughs> I'm glad you see it. That see, way. I would watch Impact, but uh, that is when I like get dirt sheet ready. Is Thursday nights? Here's the thing, dude. The prospect of us having to take it seriously doesn't interest me at all. Well, who says we'd have to take it seriously? <laughs> we could treat them more like our going in raw views. We no, okay, yeah, seriously. there you go, there you go, there you go. Well, you know what? Maybe one of these days, if we can readjust the schedule so I don't have to work Thursday nights, we, yeah, we let's can do it. We can figure it out. We can figure it out. But in the meantime, it's going to be me sitting at that desk over there. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good stuff. I'm looking forward to. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, next up in the news, Bailey. Injured? Yes or no? So during her SmackDown match, no, Raw match um, with Nia Raw Jax. match with Nia Jax. Yeah, she uh, about halfway through maybe she started holding her shoulder. There's this t- uh, this move uh, I noticed it after this one where uh, Nia Jax does uh, like a face buster type thing. Yeah, Bailey hits face first on the mat and she rolled out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And the ref went to check on her. She's holding her shoulder and she was down there for a while. Yeah, and that was when Nia, you know, got one of uh, Bailey's hair ties, gave herself a ponytail, mm-hmm. trying to buy some time and entertain the crowd while they figure out what's going on. Yeah, Bailey managed to fin the, finish the match, and kind of the way the match finished, I was kind of wondering if they called an audible mm-hmm. based on the fact that Bailey might be hurt. Oh yeah, because it seemed kind of clumsy. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah, you know what though? Okay, so. It did, but at the same time, for it, it, it seemed like a very specific set of things that happened, though. Oh, I know. Alexa Bliss comes out, and then when uh, Bailey sort of fends her off, and then Nia Jax attacks Bailey, and Bailey like rolls up into the ring, and she hits the 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 steps. Yeah, I don't know that. I mean, if they did that on the fly, it's very impressive. Yeah, you know. Um, so the the question is, 
Is it real or is it is it uh, a shoot? Well, WWE is it real or a work. WWE.com is reporting, as we said, that Bailey was injured. Um, Doctor Chris Amon told WWE.com, um, "Quote: We've determined the injury is shoulder related, and she'll be going under further diagnostic testing later this week to determine the extent of the injury and also establish a timetable for recovery." Um, and WWE.com's report also mentioned that Bailey has, or that quote, Bailey has been told to rest the shoulder until next week, at which point doctors are hopeful that the swelling will have sufficiently gone down so that she may be reevaluated and a firm verdict can be reached. Mm. Um, she so goes, that's what WWE is reporting. Yes. This has shades to me. Now, look, I, it, wouldn't, it would not surprise me at all if this is real. Like, yeah, you, you said this off camera. You said, man... If this is fake, Bailey is an amazing actress. And given what her promo skills are like, she does not seem to be an amazing actress. The way she was selling during the match, and, the, and there's a video associated with the story in WWE.com, that it seems legit. On the other hand, we have seen this exact same thing, only with her neck. No, it's her knee. Back in NXT. It was against Nia Jax, it was the knee. Yeah, okay. Hold on. Look at that right there. Nia Jax, there's Bailey. Uh, they, did they do backstage videos then too? Uh, I don't think so. But then it's NXT, so it'd been like on Facebook Live. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, one of her legs. That's right. It was a knee. Okay. Um. So they've done this exact same thing with Nia Jax, only with a knee, in NXT, and they left it kind of up in the air as to whether or not it was. They, I don't think NXT, like WWE's website, said, "Hey, she's injured." Um, but you get, you always have to take their website info with kind of a grain of salt. At times, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes they will, will report on legitimate injuries. Did they report if, on Braun Strowman's... Elbow, yeah. Elbow? But they also said he'd be out six months. Yeah. But they also reported on Finn Balor's injury, mm-hmm. which was legit. I mean, Strowman's injury was legit. The timetable for his recovery was mm-hmm. yeah, work. Yeah, was, yeah. So, you know, take it with a, a kind of a grain of salt. I, I mean... It, it does seem like something probably happened. I mean, for them to go to those lengths where she's all wrapped up and stuff, mm-hmm. and there's only two weeks out from SummerSlam, a mm-hmm. um, little oddball. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? You think it's real? Yeah, I think it's real. Yeah. It's they, maybe they'll, they're overstating. This, they might overstate the severity if they think it'll help storyline. Yeah, that's true. That could but be the one. way she was selling in the ring, I mean, I noticed immediately that it was not, hey, I'm selling shoulder injury. My, it was, my shoulder's hurt. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe she was like, yeah, it hurts, but it's not that bad. And they're like, oh, we can use this. Go oh, ahead like, and wrap it up a lot. Yeah. You know. I don't know because she, when she, during the match, she threw some punches with that arm. Her, mm-hmm. it was her right arm. Yeah. But then the whole rest of the time, she was holding it. Yeah. Not, you know, holding it like this, keeping yeah. it close to the body so you don't yeah, disturb doing, the shoulder yeah, joint. Using the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's hard to tell. Well, we'll find out soon enough. Yes. I mean, that begs the question. I mean, is, is Sasha Banks the obvious yeah. replacement there for, for Bailey? Either Sasha or they accelerate the Nia Jax storyline. Mm-hmm. They've That could be. They've had for a while. I mean, Nia Jax could easily say, hey, I put Bailey out of commission for you. And then and then they can either go with uh, Sasha Banks, you know, get some revenge for Bailey and dispatching of Nia Jax, who's trying to, you know, get a number one contendership mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Or... Nia Jax just gets it. Yeah. You know, and then she, can, then she can injure Alexa Bliss at uh because Emma tweeted out a picture after her match with Nia Jax last week with her eye like all jacked up. Oh, like really? It was all like, I don't know, it's all red in there and stuff. Hmm. She's like, Yeah, a war wound from this week. So now like, you know, there's rumblings on Twitter, oh Nia Jax, she's an exactly the safest person around. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. She's a power wrestler, so 
Yeah. It's kind of what you got to deal with, I think. Yeah, I think so. You know? Anyways. So people, that's what I had to deal with Vader back when I used to fight him back in the day. You never fought Vader. It's not no, true. No, really? No. You weren't the one that popped his eye out. He popped my eye out. Oh, that's right. Stan Hansen popped my eye out. Now I'm Vader. All right, moving on. Yeah. Let's talk about money. And well, we'll talk about Twitch. Internet. Twitch uh, helping out indie wrestling. Yeah. So uh, WCPW Loaded um, returned this week on yeah. August 3rd. Nice. And it's airing live on their What Culture Extra platform. Mm-hmm. But then There's they're airing service. Yeah, replays on YouTube on August 5th. Okay. And on Twitch. The day before that. August 4th. Right. And, of course, it's about a month and a half ago. Um, granted, you know, the, the, the announcement of WCPW Loaded airing on Twitch isn't new. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's airing just kind of brought back this entire story, potentially. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, about a month and a half ago, Wrestle Circus announced that they're going to start live streaming their shows on Twitch. And so, with the combination of Wrestle Circus, WCPW now uh, uh, using the Twitch platform to stream their shows, um, it, it, it poses the question is Twitch stepping in now yeah. uh, to take over or at least supplement? What YouTube was doing in terms of the, uh, the the airing of independent wrestling and providing a new revenue source for independent wrestling companies. Well, I like that one thing that they're doing with Wrestle Circus. I'm not sure if they're gonna probably not with uh, with with WCPW, but with uh, Wrestle Circus, you can give tips to the actual wrestlers. Yeah, you can as put the wrestler's wrestling. name, the amount of tip, and that goes to the wrestler. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So that's sort of an outside of the box way of doing things. Um, I mean, look, here's the thing. This YouTube thing, you know, we've been upfront about it. It's hit everybody. Um, Others were like, you know, we've been hit, but we haven't been hit as bad as others. You know, Mm -hmm. we're still afloat. We're fine. But um, but Twitch is increasingly becoming a an alternative for uh for, well, content you know, creators of, of all varieties exactly yeah they're reaching yes. out so obviously twitch before all this was uh strictly gaming and then uh i don't know if it was because of the youtube thing or if they had been planning it yeah, already who knows? i don't know well here's a quote from uh eric brunner who's twitch's sports partnership lead um i got a couple quotes here and they're both from from uh, bleeding cool the story they wrote up on on the uh, uh circus uh partnership Eric Brenner said, quote, we frequently look to our community to guide us towards the content they want to see on our platform. In the case of WrestleCircus, they had been looking for a live streaming platform where they could effectively monetize their content and help the broader wrestling scene. And it was members of our community who rallied them on social media to consider using Twitch. Since WrestleCircus has the same passion for their fans and talents that we do for ours, it's really cool seeing them lead the charge with this new vertical. Mm-hmm. So based on that quote, it seemed to be a fairly organic mm-hmm. thing where Wrestle Circus is looking for a platform. Uh, their fans were aware of Twitch. A marriage was made. Yeah, that seems to be the case based on on these quotes here. Well, we've—I mean, even personally speaking, we've seen—you know—there's crossover. We, you and I, started out in the gaming sphere working for Machinima. Yeah, and we were able to transition our channel with you know with success. Yeah, over to pro wrestling. So it's yes. obviously you know crossover there is crossover. There. Yes, um, Al Lenhart. The owner of Wrestle Circus spoke about the partnership, saying, uh, quote, It's no secret that recent changes at one of the other major platforms. Is that a Vimeo? No, it's YouTube. No. Have made it difficult Daily for independent motion. wrestling promotions to monetize their content by moving over to Twitch. It is a major step into uncharted and exciting territory that allows us to reach a global audience and monetize in both traditional and creative ways without the hurdles we've experienced in the past. Mm-hmm. Past. 
Well, I mean, it's it's an interesting conversation. You have I had you and I have had this conversation. We've been upfront with um, a lot of the friendos who come out to our uh, to watch our W Steve W uh, fun wrestling uh, streams. That you know W Steve W came back uh, on Twitch, and then I poured it over to YouTube, mm-hmm. um, and then you're running fun wrestling over on on YouTube. Yes, so live, and so. Uh, you know, we've had conversations in terms of like how we want to approach our gaming live streaming stuff. Yes. And uh, there are pros and cons to everything. But, you know, Twitch is a whole new platform. It's owned by Amazon. So mm-hmm. it's got stability behind it. Yes. Um, and there is a very excited fan base of like Twitch diehard like viewers yeah. out there who really enjoy the Twitch watching experience. And uh, this kind of thing, you know, Wrestle Circus landing there. Now WCPW, um, in a sea of gaming, like that's like what a great way to stand out. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So and as you mentioned, the uh, the opportunity to tip your favorite wrestlers oh, as yeah. they're performing is is a huge new thing. Not just for wrestlers, obviously, it's a new revenue stream for mm-hmm. yeah. But for for fans watching the show to directly uh, contribute to the financial success of of the wrestlers they're fans of, mm-hmm. it's pretty neat. Well, one day we'll take like a going and raw like live to like Twitch, yeah, and then we'll have a tip. Who do you want to tip? Oh, me or Larson? Oh, I mean, I'm willing to take my shirt off. I'm gonna get all the tips, man. <laughs> I'll do a whole show with no I don't shirt. Know, I on. got bigger boobs than you do, man. And you know, bigger boobs usually do better. We'll see. Hey, Let's try that. Bigger tips. <laughs> put that to practice. How about right, that? I'm taking my pants off. Okay, they can't see anything. <laughs> Table in the way. Yeah, there's a table in the way of my dingus. Um, so, yeah, that'll be fun. We'll just be begging people for this. Please. I'm not, not answering to... your question unless you give us some money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Like, they're being – I like this because Twitch is being very aggressive with, you know, and, and creative with how they're reaching out to, to different things and not just saying, okay, everybody can come on in here. You know, it's like they're, they are very selective about how they, how they do things. Like I've seen numerous people on my uh, Twitter timeline, like uh, our old friend Ricky from uh, Machinima Days. He live streams like every night on Twitch. Yep. I think it's twitch.tv forward slash it's Ricky FTW. Um, and uh, you know he's rolling out new emotes, yeah, all the time. Yeah, people like the emotes. People like the emotes, man. So um, that's cool. So you might see. I wouldn't. It wouldn't not surprise me if you saw other like you know wrestling promotions who have the infrastructure to actually produce you know a, a live stream. Mm-hmm. It's not just it's not just me here with a, the webcam <laughs> setting up the, the hard camera for the ring. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. So uh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that uh, being a staple in the future. Yes, that's great. Let me answer some questions. Yeah, let's answer some questions. Whipping right through these stories. Well, I mean, mean, that's what happens when we shoot on a Wednesday. Look, man, there's no Wrestling Observer newsletter out yet. Tomorrow, there's gonna be like three bombshell stories. Broken Universe IP. Firmly in WWE's well, camp. I'm not taking new off. shirts already leaking out. I'm I'm not taking off till tomorrow night. So if no, once you're gone from here, once I'm no once longer gone, in the Sacramento metropolitan area. Once you no, once you leave that door today, that's it. You're on no, vacation. That's not true. We're, we're doing our uh, 205 Live NXT recap tonight. Well, they don't know that. Well, now they do. All right. So what you say is factually incorrect. Nate Morris. Nate Morris. So with base, so with Bailey, with Basley, with Bailey possibly out with a shoulder injury, should they just insert Sasha against Alexa Bliss? And if so, 
Should she win? Um, well, we spoke about that earlier. Should be either well, like your idea, Nia versus Sasha mm-hmm. on Raw. If Bailey uh, is, is too injured to compete at SummerSlam, winner of that match faces uh, Alexa Bliss. Whoever wins, whoever takes on Alexa Bliss, I feel like should win. Yeah, me too. I like Sasha winning, and I like her turning heel as champion uh, against Bailey, and they can pick up that feud and take it all the way to Mania. Yes, I think it'd be good. Yes. You never know. Like somebody pointed this out on Twitter. And it, you know, one of the one of the, the best ways to gain relevancy is coming back from an injury. Yep. You know? So if Bailey takes three months out to to heal that shoulder, mm-hmm. however long it's gonna take. She'll come out, she'll get a huge pop. Big pop. Then they'll immediately put her in a storyline where she's trying to kiss a boy. Oh dear. <laughs> yep. Josh Pepper, Josh Rendo's first time Patreon here. So last year at SummerSlam, we got a small tease with the club, AJ and Finn. And it got me wondering, will we get anything like that again this year? And do you guys think we will ever see the club fully come together with all four guys at some stage? Cheers, Friendos. Do you th- Here's the closest thing I can think of, the closest analogy. Like Ambrose and Rollins are backstage and Reigns pass by or something like that. And they just kind of say... Mm-hmm. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Yeah. Like a shield thing. Yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah. More teasing for a full on shield reunion. I can see, I can think, yeah, I, I think we're going to get that with the shield. Yeah. Um, As for the club getting back together. So, like, the it's club. It's beyond the same brand, first of all. The club literally, like, they beat the crap out of Finn Balor, like, less than a month ago, right? Yeah. Weren't they, right. like, yeah, sent yeah, out yeah, there yeah, against yeah. Finn? Yeah. So that's probably not going to be a thing. Um, I could see, because they're kind of teasing them being tweeners right now. I could maybe see them interacting with AJ a little bit. Yeah, but AJ's such a face. I don't know. If that's even going to happen. Like yeah, the, I don't club, know the club are still kind of dicks. Yeah, they are. And then AJ and Finn don't really have any reason to interact. No, the the Finn's last match in New Japan was the same show as AJ's first match. Did they? I forget. I know they sent off AJ like by healing on him. Did they? They didn't do that with Finn though. Did they? oh they did, they did. Okay bummer for finn mm-hmm. uh all right next up nicholas Grosskirth. it was believed by some last year that brock politicked to have the universal title put on goldberg do you believe brock has that kind of stroke in wwe and more importantly do you think brock will use said stroke to have joe leave brooklyn universal champion um i think fir- i talk about i talk about this sorry to interrupt you monday uh, for the raw recap some that i i, I was actually wondering the same thing whether we heard reports about Brock uh, being really happy about the feud with Samoa Joe mm-hmm. and having a lot of respect for him. That if he would use, you know, any of his stroke backstage, if he had to say whenever he dropped the belt, say put it on Joe. Yeah, this guy's the real deal. I would say that he's got stroke to a limit. Yeah. Um, if they said, "Hey, we," I'll put it this way: they said, "Hey, you know, we really want this to be Roman Reigns's moment," you know. Yeah, I, I th- it's it's one of those situations where I would imagine they would ask themselves what's more important: getting some real fire out of Brock, like a good performance out of Brock. In which case, you're going to take what he says and you're going to work with that. Yeah. If he says, you know, I just don't think it's good money for Roman to pin me right now. We want to save that for Mania. I could see them saying, okay, well, how would you feel about? Them pinning Brock or them pinning, uh, you know, uh, Reigns pinning Braun, yeah, instead, and you being left out of it. And he says, you know, yeah. or or if he says, you know, I I got the win over Joe last time, I'm fine with him. I mean, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
Lesnar's not getting pinned at SummerSlam. No, no, he's not. But if he was like, I'm cool with Joe pinning me. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yes, he has stroke. He is the second highest paid person in the WWE. He probably wants to be the top paid person in the WWE, which is why he's threatening to go to the UFC. Um, and so if the WWE values what he brings to their brand, which is obvious they do, mm-hmm. then they're going to work with him. They're going to listen when he talks and they're going to accommodate him to the degree that they feel they're comfortable accommodating him to, to, to the furthest degree they are comfortable. Yes. You know, if they want Braun to win and Brock says, I really don't want Braun to win, Braun's probably still going to win. You're going to get a crap performance out of Lesnar and, and the WWE is just going to have to be okay with that because yep. they want him to win that bad. If yes. that's the scenario. Yes. So, um, you know, yeah, I think he does have stroke to a degree, but it's not like Hogan. You <laughs> didn't have creative control. It's not like Hogan in WCW no. when he literally has creative control. No. Yes. No. Hogan had the final say. Um, Constantino Barrera. Hogan, what, he, oh, man. I was reading up about like Nick, Nick Patrick was talking about Starcade 97. Oh, gosh. How um, there was supposed to be, he, he was supposed to do a fast count on Sting. And everybody always remembers that he didn't. And he said it's because he had one guy, and I think he's talking about Bischoff, tell him fast count it because that would make us send Brett out there, which they did. Yeah. Um, to say, hey, this is crap. And Hogan told Nick Patrick, don't fast count it because it'll get more heat. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. On who? On who exactly? And so he says, I went with the guy who I thought had the most power. And nobody had more power than Hulk Hogan in WCW. And so he counted normal, got the three count on Sting. Bret Hart comes out, says, I'm not going to see somebody else screwed, which is why it's so bizarre. Yeah. It's great. Constantino Barrera. Hey, friendos, after seeing Raw fall out, it seems like Dana Brooke will be joining Titus Worldwide. What do you think of this pairing? Or do you think someone like Emma would have been a better fit? Uh, I, w- I wonder to what extent we're going to see Dana Brooke, how, how much it's going to really affect Titus Worldwide. Yes. You know, I mean, it's like... They don't have to travel together as a faction. We didn't even see Apollo Crews uh, come out with them during the Cruiserweight match, and it was totally fine. Yeah. Um, if it's going to mean Dana Brooke gets more of a spot, I like Dana Brooke. Yeah. If it means she's going to get more of a spotlight because Titus is going to be, you know, uh, joining her for a segment or be at ringside with her, that's awesome. I think it's yes. fantastic. I don't think Emma needs it. I don't think it's good for Emma. Emma might have been on our power rankings list for people being released. I just thought about her mm-hmm. because I don't think she, I don't, maybe it's just storyline. Maybe she's just tweeting out and making sure she gets permission to do this, but she does not seem happy because of the way that they're not using her. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, but then I don't know. I mean, again, I simply don't know that the options for women wrestlers are out there like they are with men's yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. that might be a bit more of, well, you know, I'm, I'm making good money here, so yeah. at least there's that. Yeah, who knows? Um, um, the similar question, undisputed Spotify champion Kevin Jenkins. Hey, friendos, first-time question. Raw Fallout saw Dana Brooke as the first female signing of Titus Worldwide. My question is, could you see Titus Worldwide versus the Miz Taraj later down the line? 
Thanks, and keep up being keep on being amazing. Thank you very much. I'd like to see, I'd like to see something like that. Yeah, like a faction thing. That'd be yeah. fun because Titus can be manager and you know what I call him coach player coach. Yeah. Um. You know he can still wrestle and he's got like a good he's building a good faction. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Mistraz, the only other faction really we've seen. I mean, how great would it be if Titus was sort of you know there for Apollo? He's pushing Apollo Cruz as the next Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. And Apollo's on a really good trajectory right now, as long as they keep doing this Titus Worldwide yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, I could see that being a good feud. Titus has been good, man. He's been good, like, walking that good line between, um, between like, being serious about this and being comical. Yeah. Like, he's walking such a good line. Yeah, he really is. The they, whole uh, Titus Worldwide storyline's been really good. They have a re- this is a really good, this could turn into a really good thing. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Eddie Jose Guevara Menjivar. With WWE teasing us with a Shield reunion, what would you guys like them to bring back if they did reunite? I'm talking about the music, entrance, even Music's, their ring gear. Music's still around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on a different... It's on a guy. It's on one of them. Also, what would you guys want to see if they reunited? I don't... I'm not a big fan. I don't want to see them go back to their Shield gear. No, but I always like the entrance to the crowd. That was always cool. I know. I love that, too. But I agree with the ring gear. So, if they... Let's say Survivor Series. Let's say Survivor Series. You've got the tag champions, Rollins and Ambrose, and you've got the universal champion, Roman Reigns, which I don't... Neither of us really think is going to be the case. But let's say that is the case. Let's say Roman wins at SummerSlam. So, yeah. come Survivor Series, he's still a universal champion. So, you've got... You know uh, that dynamic again. You got the tag belts, and you got the Universal Championship, and they're going to have a Survivor Series match against another faction of some sort. I could see them coming down through the crowd. Yeah, I could totally oh, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that apart from the music, that's the only other thing that's essential about mm-hmm. them being the Shield again. Yeah, I don't want to see them in their SWAT gear. It already bugs me that Roman still hangs on to that. Agreed. So yeah, I don't think. But what else? What else would we want to see? CM Punk come back and hire them as hired guns again. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. I think I had a dream. Now, now that you just mentioned that, I think I had a dream about like Ryback going through it. Me putting Ryback through a table. I don't think you putting Ryback. I think I put Ryback. Yeah, no chance that's going to happen. Well, it could. Stranger things have happened. Well, it depends on what vessel you use to put him through the table. Listen, here's okay. You're not going to power bomb through the table. Come on, listen. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll help put him through a table. I'll but book, in capacity, that's what I mean. Book Steve putting Ryback through a table. All right? Okay. Here it is. What is Ryback now at this point in his life? That's a loaded question. He's, <laughs> he's an independent wrestler. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay? Among many other things. Yeah. What is, we just heard about a recent... Uh, a, a big name independent wrestler moving close to our area who will be making his debut at Supreme oh, Pro okay. Wrestling. So you have a proxy. July 27th, or yeah. August 27th, rather. So once the Deep V has made his name in Supreme Pro Wrestling, then we come in, debut the H-Belt. And then okay. Ryback comes in, challenges for it. We convince Supreme Pro Wrestling to dump 4500 bucks on Ryback. He comes in to, to challenge for it. Our new faction like destroys Ryback, and then I put him through a table. See, I'm fine with all that, but I don't I mean Ryback's a large man. Yeah. I he, choke slam him through a table. 
Choke slam is easy. Anybody can like I can do it because it's right back will be the one jumping. I know. Yeah, I don't think he has good hops though. Well, he can lean back into no, the table. Here's a better way to do this. Okay, go ahead. All right, Your everything turn. everything Your about your step's fine. Good. Um, uh, uh, Adam Mayhem and Ryback have a, a a forklift match. Oh, SPW can afford a forklift. Yes, I mean they're, if they're affording forty five hundred dollars for Ryback, oh, I think that might be the limit of their budget. But a, a drop ahead. in the okay. bucket. Let's say there's a forklift. So it's far, farm territory out here. So uh, forklifts involved. Yeah. So it, it, the whole entire match takes place on the forklift. There's a large pallet on the forklift. A big pallet. There has to be a big pallet. Yeah, and yeah. and whoever gets uh, taken off the forklift first is a mm-hmm. loser. Whoever stands tall on the forklift wins yeah. the match. Okay. So they're wrestling. Adam Mayhem and Ryback are wrestling on an elevated forklift. Now, you want to help Adam Mayhem out, uh, get involved. So you try to, mm. to push Ryback off the forklift. He reverses. No. But you're holding on to his leg. Oh, you're dangling yeah, yeah, yeah. off the forklift. Oh, okay, wow. And and thanks to Adam Mayhem doing a move and you tugging a little bit, yeah, he comes crashing down through a table. You know what I like even better? I like everything you said except me dangling because I'm not going to dangle. That's too physical. What, drama. Are, what I will There's do drama though, involved there. Is, are you going to go through the table? No, I'm like near the base of the forklift. He's on the edge of the pallet, about to attack me. Super kick. He goes down into the table. So, you know, it can't be some heroic gesture or, or awesome move on your part. Why not? Then there's no drama in that live sex show. Me, oh, wow. <laughs> but it's just me. <laughs> it's me touching my butt. You. <laughs> oh man, I like all that though. So my point is, the pieces are in place. For me to put Ryback through a table, I believe what I experienced was what they refer to as deja vu. No, that's something. I feel like you've already done that before. <laughs> You're trying to say it's premonition. Oh yeah, yeah. Premonition. Tea leaves. Nostradamus. Let's answer some video questions first from Julian Morris. Right, see what Julian see. has yeah. to say. All right. Got a quick question. What has been your favorite vehicle usage in WWE? Be it the Corvette getting filled with concrete, uh, Stone Cold monster truck. Uh, Kurt Angle's milk truck. Just wanted to see what you guys think. Larson, have a good vacation. Steve, try to stay out of trouble. Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Julian. So what's your favorite use of a vehicle in WWE? I know my favorite in WCW was. The monster truck match. Oh, that was great. Because afterwards, like, didn't Hogan throw Giant into the water? Something like that. Yeah, he threw Big Show into the water. So that was a great one. Um, let's see here. What else was there? I used to have like a little NWO car. I don't know why I was like in college and I had a little NWO toy car. Um, what other vehicles have? Oh, mean, oh. Do you mean this? Oh, <laughs> no. I thought I had a different one. Maybe oh. it was that one. Um, DX driving their tanks. To, oh yeah, that was good. To WCW Stone Cold uh, beer truck. That's, also, that's a classic. Kurt one. Angle's milk truck. Yeah, those are great. Oh, when uh, Vince McMahon's limo exploded. Yeah. When uh, uh, Arn and Larry Zabisco broke uh, Barry Windham's oh, arm in a car that's door. that's the best. That's number one. That's number one right the there. The enforcers break Barry Windham's arm. That's number one. Get the showcase hands next. Lee Fox. Lee Fox has a video question. Let's see what Lee has to say. Hey there, friendos. It's your friend from across the pond, Lee Fox here. Back with another video question. My question is, I'm really enjoying NXT at the moment. But everyone I speak to, and I know you've mentioned it a couple of times, say it's not as good as the older product. I'm just curious to know how it's not as good as as the older product, like like before Finn, uh, Joe, 
and uh, Nakamura got called up. Um, if that's the case, then what would you do with the current product to make it as good, if not better, than the L product? Thanks, Fernandez. Have a great day. Thank you, Lee Fox. So I, I actually have heard this. Off camera, I heard you say you hadn't really mentioned it. heard people mention that before, but I kind of have heard, heard this. And um, I don't know because I'm not there. Like, oh, here's, the, here's the thing. Like, okay, so our friend Karen, right? She is part of the NXT crowd. She's always there. Yes. Um, in fact, I think tonight is a night that we get to see her giving a, some, somebody. She posted a picture on Twitter of Bobby Roode, and then she's right behind him with this disgusted look on her face, giving him a thumbs down. So hopefully if I can capture that, it'll be a thumbnail yes. for the NXT episode. Um, and I, when you've been there that long, I could see how the crowd might be getting, like they got so much good stuff. And back then it was theirs, you know, it wasn't like, I mean, yeah, people, more people, what? But like back then, it was like that. Like Sami Zayn was coming through, and you were yeah, on a yeah, three-year yeah. journey with him. Yeah, and they don't do three-year journeys anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? So, I would imagine the closest we got to something like that was Ty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they they called him up. Exactly, they called him up before. Yeah, and so I would imagine that, especially for that crowd, and I think it translates. To TV because there are some episodes when we're like, man, the crowd is kind of dead tonight, and it's obvious they're at the tail end of the tape. Taping, yeah. Right. And so, uh, you know, that being said, so I, I imagine they did. You know, they probably it might have been better back then. I still love it. It's still my yeah. favorite hour of TV. Yeah, it's still real good because I love to see who's coming in. I love to see how they're going to be using people, and you know, there's always now there's always the exciting prospect of ooh, who's getting called up? When are they going to call? Yeah, them up? or who's, who's going to debut? That's, who's a free agent that's going to show up? Oh, on yeah, are we going to see? I'm pretty sure Adam Cole is going to be at takeover. At yeah. takeover. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I and I don't think there. I don't think it needs fixing. I don't no. think there's anything you can do there. It could be also be one of those things. You know, like you're a fan of a band. And everybody has their specific favorite phases of band. Right, exactly. Some people that 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 really got into NXT during a certain period, regardless of, you know, uh, there's no way to say objectively the quality is better. Right. This is a subjective uh, point of view. Everybody's going to gonna gonna is going to have a favorite phase of mm-hmm. NXT just based on their experience with it. Yeah. Um and for them that'll always be prime NXT. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like going back to NXT when like Seth Rollins came in and became champion. The very beginning. Because yeah, yeah, the very beginning. Because only only because look, and it's not like my favorite it's only era because of he NXT. Moshed, right? Well, it's because it's because when you watch those first episodes, they're so weird because you get to see people like, wait, that's uh Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's kid. I think it was Richie Steamboat. Mm-hmm. It's like, what happened to that guy? There's like weird people you never heard of, and then there's people that you totally know who they are now. And it's like, wow, that you get to see like the beginning of their road in the WWE. Yeah. And that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that is fun. So, yeah. Next, Stevie Bradley has a question. Let's Stevie, see what Stevie Bradley. Bradley has to say. Hey, friendos, the phenomenal cleaner, AJ Omega, here at work, break time. Real quick, want to knock this out. First video question. Shinsuke, Cena, with Cena getting dumped on his head that way, do you, um, do you think Shinsuke got in any trouble backstage uh, for what he did to Cena, even though New Japan, that happens like on a regular basis. But Cena, probably not used to getting dumped on his head. So wondering any repercussions that may come from this? Thank you very much. Too sweet. Thank you, Stevie Bradley. Um, do you think uh, Nakamura is going to get any heat for that suplex on Cena? No. 
I doubt it. No. I would imagine it's one of those things people come back behind the curtain. They're like, hey, just be careful of the Nick next time. You know, I don't know what he's going to get put here. What are they going to do? Have him lose to Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam? No. No. That's not happening. No, there's no heat on Nakamura. For hey, how, let me ask you something. How much would it kill Nakamura's heat? Or how, how much would it just destroy his momentum if he lost to Jinder Mahal at... Well, if he lost clean a lot. No, even if even if the Singh brothers came in. No, I'm... I think it would take something more than that. It would take Baron Corbin coming in. Yeah. Wait, it would take Baron Corbin. Oh, oh, to beat. Oh, so the... Uh, I'm, I'm not just in terms of, of, of conceivably to beat Nakamura, just so he doesn't, you know, suffer from the loss. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who's next? Alexander uh, Alex- Corrente. Oh, Alexander Corrente. Let's see what he has to say. Recently, I just went to my first Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling independent show, and that was my first independent show I've ever been to. It was fantastic. It's booked by Vince Russo. It was awesome. Some standouts I saw, Anaya of the Left Coast Gorillas, Curtis Cole, and Rolls-Royce. It was by far one of my favorite wrestling experiences I've ever had. Just wanted to hear from you guys. What independent shows have you been to? Which was your favorite? And what was your take of seeing independent wrestling compared to some of the big production stuff you've gone to? Cheers, guys. Thank you, Alexander. Thank you. Uh, that's Been awesome. Been to uh, oh. a few indie shows, yeah. So, I SPW have to, included. I have to mention this. Uh, now that he mentioned, what is it called? Rocky Mountain? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, one of our friendos um, just the other day sent me this uh, DM. Uh, okay, so it's Rob. He goes by Dead Riot, Dead underscore Riot 24 on Twitter. And Rob sent us... Uh, so, so they got these celebrity video messages. Yeah. Celeb VM. Celeb VMs. Yeah. Dot com. And he bought a celebrity video message for us uh, from Vince Russo. Thank you very much, Rob. Thank you very much, Rob. I, I had a lengthy back and forth with him. It, it, uh, it, it definitely brought a, our gratitude. Yeah, it definitely brought a smile to my face. So we, I'm, we're not going to air it here because sim- simply because of legalities. Uh, Celeb VM, they own the video and... There's copyright issues, so we're not going to run it on the here. It's absolutely bizarre. It kind of shows because he says like because of he said something like because Stephen Larson um, uh, got me excited about wrestling again. He told this to Vince, I guess, in his little note. Uh, So Vince is saying, Stephen Larson, whatever you guys did to inspire the passion and so I'm like, man, we spent an entire podcast running the Vince Russo heavy episode of Nitro. It's literally like instead of a trailer, that's our I know. Off right now. So evidently we're not on his radar. I'm totally fine with that. I know, here's my thing. I don't want to be a dick to anybody. Yeah, I don't either. You know, I don't want anybody to feel bad about like what they've done in their life unless they've done shitty stuff. And Vince Russo, from what I can tell, has never done anything crappy as a human being necessarily. He just wrote some bad wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I've never heard about Vince Russo, like, you know, beating up on anybody or taking a lollipop away from a kid, you know? And so I don't want me to, I don't want to be an asshole to anybody. Yeah. Um, in fact, if we ever got Vince Russo on the show, I would love to ask him, hey, what, what was your biggest achievement during the Attitude Era? Yeah. Because I think a lot of the stuff that we love in the Attitude Era was, you know, some of it was his ideas. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so thank you to Rob. Yes, we really appreciate it. It, it was, was just it was I was a lot like, of fun. I was like, oh man, is Vince Russo gonna find out like that we 
literally like have his picture three times in a thumbnail saying we review the worst episode of Nitro. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He, I'm sure he's probably heard worse. From yes. better. But anyways, back to Alexander's question. Oh yeah. So he went to the, the show that uh, Rocky Vince Russo Pro. books currently. Yeah. yeah. He said he had a blast. Man, we've been to a lot of indie shows. Yeah, we've been to numerous shows here in the Sacramento area. When we lived in L.A., we went to a few mm-hmm. uh, just this year. We've seen Pro Wrestling Gorilla. We've seen Progress, mm-hmm. um, WCPW. Mm-hmm. Um, am I missing anything? Probably. Um, hopefully, we want to check out an APW, all pro wrestling mm-hmm. show soon. Hood Slam. Hood Slams are running shows in Sacramento they, they, now. They are so, they are so, I cannot tell you how much fun indie shows can be. For a wide variety of reasons. Here's the thing about indie shows. Because I've said this before. You have good wrestling, you have bad wrestling, and you have boring wrestling. Indie shows are almost never boring. Because you're there. You're looking at, like, I'm I'm not in shape. I look over and I see a guy wearing spandex about to throw down in the ring that is, like, in worse shape than me. And I'm like, this is absolutely hilarious. Or it's inspiring or whatever you want to call it. Indie shows are an absolute blast. We've been to a bunch in our day. Yeah, it's a, it's a completely different interactive experience, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I always remember one show we went to here. Uh, we were sitting second row, and just the conversations we were having back and forth with the wrestlers during matches right, um, were hilarious. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were playing off what the crowd was doing. The crowd was playing off what they were doing. It's so much it's fun. It's completely different. I mean, I think the closest analogy, at least in WWE, is maybe if you go to a house show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the wrestlers might break character from time right. to time. right. To give the fans there a different experience, what they might get on TV. Yeah, but for for especially for indie shows, it's like that all the time. Mm-hmm, yeah, and it's usually a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next from Jacob Omega. Let's see what Jacob has to say. Hello, Steve and Lawson. This is broken. Jacob Omega here. Yes, with my first video question. There's been many superstars over the years that Meek Mahan has tried to have deleted from history. Yes. I am wondering if there are five superstars that you would have deleted from history, who would they be and why? Yes. Goodbye, O's of friends. Yes. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Five superstars. First of all, it's a pretty decent. That was actually a really good impression. Pretty good. That was uh, Broken Matt Hardy. It's pretty good. good. Uh, Deleted from WWE. Five superstars deleted. From their history. From their history. That's my understanding. Yeah, from their history. I mean, Chris Benoit makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I know. I know. Some great matches, though. I know, but... Chris Benoit? Yeah. Um, what about... If the allegations against Abdullah the Butcher are true in terms of the lawsuit that was brought against him from Devin, I forget his name. Yeah, I know who you mean. Hannibal, I mm-hmm. think is his mm-hmm. name, that Abdullah was intentionally or, you know, not telling people that he had hep C yeah. while putting on matches. I would say Abdullah the Butcher because yeah. he's in the Hall of Fame. That's, that's a yeah, messed up thing to do. That sucks. Um, uh the evidence is too strong against Jimmy Superfly yeah, Snuka. To bring him up to, to you know, I think he probably killed his girlfriend. He should probably be deleted. Um, 
This is tough. And I, you know, you get, feel free to give me shit for these. I'm just saying. And I know Benoit had amazing matches. Yeah. It was really fucked up what he did. Yes. Um, and, you know, the, the, the question is we have to delete five. Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking like the, the people have done worse than the, I know. Uh, worse I know. Things. Um, so I'm trying to think about two. Uh, let's see here. Um, Mr. Anderson. He hasn't really done anything wrong. I just, God, there's no reason for him to have been in WWE. <laughs> He's a trivia question. Who's the guy who ever got suckered into I giving know, up his I money know, in the big briefcase? <laughs> so I'm going to say Mr. Anderson. And I'm going to say, oh, and uh, Candace Michelle. She was terrible. She was so bad. There's a lot of bad uh Divas. Yeah, but she was like she was like the epitome of like the worst. Nobody's ever wanted hey, bring her back. No. She was the Hall of Fame this year. In the audience. Oh, in the audience, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say she made the Hall of Fame no, this it's year. Probably not gonna happen. Uh-uh. No way. Next question from Patrick Sparks. Let's see what Patrick has to say. Hey friendos, Pat here. Was watching the SmackDown stream earlier. Good shit, as always. Keep it up. On to my question. So, legitimacy is an important thing in this industry, and so I got some comparisons for you. Here we go. Legion of Doom versus War Machine. Uh, Tully and Iron versus the Briscoe Brothers. Uh, Vader versus Mick Foley. Stan Hansen versus Terry Funk. And an oddball one, New Jack versus somebody with the same felony record or felony charges. Or is just as insane or a legit murder like him. What do you guys think? Thanks, Windows. Bye. All right. So we, we didn't really understand this question, Patrick. You know, we love you, but I think he's trying to say, is there somebody comparable to new Jack yeah, in terms of legitimacy? The of his, that's the point of his question. I that's believe. what he's yes. saying. Yes. Who is like new Jack? Yeah. I, I don't I have, I don't have an answer for that. Like crime time. Their names are literally crime time. But I think that was all storyline. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, nothing comes to mind. Nothing comes to I mind. Mean, who has a lot of... I, I have no idea. I mean, you either, you either go with like something like... I mean, Chris Benoit did. I mean, you know, how many how many justifiable homicides did New Jack say? Yeah, More than one. I think he's, he had like a lot more than one. Yeah. those You know what a justifiable homicide is. Yes. It's when you take a life. I understand what it is. That's pretty hardcore. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's, if it's justifiable by the U.S. court system, then hey, that's good. He did what he had to do to get by. I'm just saying. I'm just thinking. This is a heavy question, It is. Patrick I'm, I'm just thinking in terms of, of, of the wrestler presented on television. Yeah. Like an analogy. And even that's difficult. I mean, there's been plenty of, 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 uh, uh, of hardcore wrestlers. Yeah. But I don't know, just in terms of, of style, of character. New Jack, I, New Jack was a unique guy. Yes, he really was. Yeah. I don't know. You, you Let me know in the comments. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even sure if we're answering the right question. I don't know either. <laughs> Patrick Sparks. I mean, yeah, legitimacy <laughs> is an important factor in, in, in a wrestling. <laughs> we agree, you should, Patrick. It should be believable. Yes, I agree. <laughs> oh, I love Pat. He's one of our oldest friendos. Yeah. Pretty much so every much. week he sends in a video question, oh, and, and we appreciate it's it. It's great, and we love it. We love him so much. Uh, last, last video up. question from Jake Riley. See what Jake has to say. Hey guys, I had a question here about the ratings in WWE for both Raw and SmackDown. 
What do you guys think is the best way for the ratings to increase? I thought of two options, but I want you guys to figure it out. You can either put the TV rating back at TV 14, give us more mature storylines. Don't have to go back to like broad panty matches or chair shots to the head and blood every night. But just some mature storylines would be nice, change of pace. Or would you open up the wrestling more of like New Japan where you get rid of the limits on what type of moves people can do and let AJ Styles, Sammy Thing, Kevin Evans do their entire moveset that we know that they're capable of. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. Uh, the best way to increase WWE's ratings, two words, boobies. Just yeah. one word, first of all. Bring back Candace Michelle. You just said not to do that. Delete. Um, great way to increase ratings, uh, just give Ed Nordholm however many hot dogs he wants with a broken IV, man. Just give it to him. I don't think it's that difficult, honestly. Um, to come up with a bunch of hot dogs. <laughs> well, that, yeah. But but you, we were talking the other day about uh, Paul Heyman's tenure on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. And How in such a short span of time. And it was all done by creating interesting characters mm. and putting on really good matches. With existing people. Everybody has baggage of some sort. So you're bringing in, you're, you're like, you're saying, hey, give me Chris Benoit, give me Eddie Guerrero. And people laughed him off. And then he made them into main eventers. Yep. Inspired creativity and vision. That's all it takes. That's yep. all it takes. You can't you can't book a wrestling show week to week with the main goal of popping ratings. Yeah, it's it's an ongoing process, and you need a steady hand and a vision you need of vision. where you want things to go to exactly. make that happen. Also, second row pile drivers. Well, if that's part of the vision. Then yeah, absolutely sure. Second row pile drivers. That's where it's at, man. Anyways, I mean, look at New Japan. Well, but that's just a small part of their larger package. Was that spot of the year so far? Going in raw spot of the year? Might be. It might <laughs> be a friend to award. You know what's great about you going away? I get to watch so much more G1 Same now. Same here. <laughs> I'll have to be here for five oh, hours a day. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, good luck on your vacation. Thank you. I'm just saying you might want to like put the all our login info in a safe place. Like send it to me in the mail or just write it down over there so that when you die on your Caribbean vacation... That that video will do huge. My comeback video, like when I'm like, yeah, you'll pop the Patreon for sure. A lot of you guys know that. Larson. I swear you can't wait till something <laughs> tragic, awful, awful happens to me. Oh my god, I'd be devastated. I'd be so devastated. I would continue on. Yeah, but I would be devastated. I'd be like, you guys have probably heard the news at this point that and Larson, my best friend, partner for. I said I wasn't going to cry. Anyways, I'm going to be one of those YouTube videos. <laughs> my favorite my favorite one of those YouTube videos was mine after we got laid off. Oh, yeah. And uh, Lacey comes in, and she says, she looks at the video on the screen like as I'm recording it. She says, this looks like you're about to sh- – this looks like you're videotaping your suicide. <laughs> oh, I was cracking up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, that's it for now. We're going to leave on that note. I'm on my way out. All right. See you later. Bye. Actually, no, we have to do non-news. Bye. We got to do non-news. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. 
But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.